been watching? I am so behind on everything. I haven't uh, really sat and watched anything. Oh, I watched one episode last night of the Love and Death on HBO, which is the Candy Montgomery thing. They just did the Candy mm. thing on Hulu, but now it's right. on HBO with better actors. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love uh, Elizabeth Olsen. I think she can do no wrong. She's just charming on screen. <laughs> Jesse Plemons creeps me out. Like, yes, I, I agree. Like, Kristen Dunst, honey, are you okay? Because <laughs> he probably has a wonderful personality. I know. <laughs> but the rest, I'm like, mm, not for me. He's somebody special something. He was in a movie that really creeped me out a long time ago, and I can't remember what the name of it was. Well, he was in Breaking Bad, and he was awful in Breaking Bad. And he was in Power of the Dog. Oh, and then he was in Fargo. I mean, he was in Fargo, and that's how they got together. The two of them got together. But he's been on a bunch of stuff, and he's talented. I just think he's icky. It screams creepy old man. I don't know why, because he doesn't even look old. He's so pasty. I'm sorry. pasty. (laughs) That... Now I feel like you're calling me out. <laughs> now it's become a personal attack. <laughs> and we're done. I gotta know what their kids look like. Because they have kids together. Like, I'm hope. I bet you he was a really cute baby. I bet you he had that, like, that oh, kid from the yes. six, the Sixth Sense where he was, like, so oh, cute so when he was cute. little. Yeah. And now he's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn that we were not expecting. I know yeah. you don't probably agree, but I feel the same way kind of about Rupert Grant. Like, I thought he was, like, so cute in Harry Potter, but then as he grew up, I was, like, not a fan. It must be, maybe it's the redhead thing, pasty redhead yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. As a redhead, I think I am innately geared away from people who mirror me because I know that our children would be see-through. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> We have to we have to make the species continue. Do not go together. Our children would burn up in the sun. Exactly. They would just burst into flames as we walked out of the hospital. I'd be like, God damn it. I told you to get the SVF forty five thousand. Yeah. Grab a damn umbrella, we lost another one. I think I think it's something like deeply seated in my brain that's like, <laughs> nope, you do not find that attractive. Never have, never will. Okay, uh, well I have been watching The Power. I'm on episode four, I think now. I am really liking it. I'm really enjoying the social commentary. Yeah. This is not a spoiler because if you watch the it says, like, coming up on the power. Like, you get, like, a three-minute trailer, basically, after the first episode. And I like how the theory is that these girls have developed this power as, like, a protective measure because women are just treated like shit. And so we have evolved to have this power that, like, now we can kind of even the playing field a little bit. I like that. It's not a subtle social commentary. I was about to say that. It's very overt. But, like, saying, like, that women need some kind of way to defend themselves because, like, we are just so vulnerable you know well i love the one girl she says i can go for a walk with both earbuds in i don't have to worry about that anymore and i was like oh and every girl knows exactly that feeling of needing to have some awareness of what's around you because you just never know and i live in a super small town and i went for a walk the other night and i was like can't put those earphones in because I don't trust anybody in this town. Yeah, no, I run out on the trail and I I maybe come across one person a month. Like I, I am out there alone, but I can't use two earbuds because I'm like, I'm so vulnerable right now. Anybody could come up behind me and could scream and nobody would hear me. I just realized I still have my shoes on. I've been <gasps> home maybe Are an hour and I still have my shoes on. Okay. I know. That's when you know you came home and you have too much stuff to do. Because as soon as you walk in the door, you can't even take the two seconds to take your shoes off because you're like, who no. needs me? What do I need to do? I was going to come home and do blah, blah, blah. And then an hour goes by and you're like, what am I still have my shoes on? Yep. And then I went from one job mm-hmm. to another and then mm-hmm. subbing today. And then I walked and my hands were full. And then, yeah. Yeah. And I've been cleaning up the messes that were supposed to be cleaned up before I got home and they were not. What? I yeah. don't believe you. That's not, I know, right? I, that's not My true. kids are 
Why are you telling Wonderful. lies on your children? I well, know. <laughs> take your shoes off and relax because it's going to be a wild ride because we are here to talk about oh you know what we haven't done this for the past couple of episodes because it's like we're new again we are (laughs) that's so original podcast the podcast that talks about streaming tv and tv series on you know all the platforms i don't need to tell them to you and i am kelly and i am here with tiffany hello tiffany how are you hello i I haven't even asked you i'm better now that my shoes are off okay yay so let's do this thing we are here to talk about yellow jackets season three Episode three, digestif. I don't know if I'm supposed to say it with a French accent. I think you have. I think you have. I think to. I felt like it. So, yeah. So that you know they have eaten and now they're going to digest. You're going to digest it. All of their life choices. Speaking of life choices, let's uh, let's start off with Coach. Take it away. Oh boy. <sighs> so, Coach is not okay. <laughs> no, he is just. Not okay. There's a lot of like flashing back and forth. He is thinking back to the girls eating. In my notes, it says khaki. <sighs> He's <laughs> sure it wasn't. They were not eating khakis. They no. were eating jackies. <laughs> and he's flipping out. He decides, like, this is too much. I can't do that. I'm going to go back to my happy place, which was making out with his boyfriend back in the day. And they're preparing for the family cook-off, and they're going to make chowder. And I was like, this Ugh. just seems like the most random. Apparently hmm. it's a chowder competition. How many chowders yeah. are there that you can make this a thing? Anyway. I don't know. I don't who, know. who wants liquid fish gross who wants multiple chowders thank you okay go no thank you <laughs> so they're doing this thing i don't even know what they said i was just thrown off by chowder and i was like they're making chowder and, and about to get it on that's what that has in my notes yes outside the the cabin of hallucinations uh nat is sitting staring at the fire and what's remains of jackie which is like her skeletal hand which is still wearing a ring yeah creepy <laughs> When Ty walks out and says, oh my god, what happened to Jackie? <laughs> Fucking Ty. <laughs> She's like, something ate her. <laughs> oh god, Van's like, uh. <laughs> I know, Van says, yeah, we ate her. Mmm, yeah. Ty says, I would never. And Van says, well, bitch, you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ty starts to gag. And Ty says, oh, my God, I was sleepwalking. And Van's like, no, because you talked to me and you looked right at me. And Ty says, no, there's no way I couldn't have. And Van says, well, you ate her face. And I was like, that was a detail I did not need. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Gross. So Ty pukes and screams, as one does when you find out you've eaten somebody's face in your sleep. <laughs> are they? Are you my cats? Because that's what I'm afraid is going to happen to me. <laughs> intro music yeah (laughs) the intro music is tied puking and screaming Mm -hmm. back to the cabin of crazy mari's asking if anyone wants breakfast and they're not hungry because they ate a whole human a few hours ago (laughs) nat says she wants to take the remains to the plane and bury it with the others when the ground thaws. Coach says, well, at least if you bury her there, it will look like she died with the rest of them. And I was like, you are excellent at murder cover-ups. We can be friends. <laughs> I was like, what the hell, Coach? Flash to present-day Lottie, who is doing a, like, therapy session with one of her cult members yeah, when Nat walks by. Like, there's a window. Why are there windows in this therapy session? And Nat is judging her through the window. And I was like, why aren't you gone? Why haven't you gotten on the next train out of here? Nat sees that Lottie's busy. So she takes this as an opportunity to go for a walk. Uh-huh. You know, go sneak around. Right. And I'm noticing, did you notice that this retreat is set up an area that looks exactly like where they were in the wilderness? It is yeah. crazy. So um, Nat sees a cabin with the deer antlers outside. And that's when she gets stopped by kidnapper girl Lisa, who is holding a chicken for some reason. And Lisa says, are you looking for something? And Nat says, well, what's that building? And of course, that's where Charlotte, a.k.a. Lottie, stays. And she keeps it locked, by the way. So don't even try to go in there because we all tried and we couldn't get it. (laughs) Um, Nat says, even with all the growth and trust you guys are cultivating, she still locks her doors. Wow. Weird cult. Lisa says, well, she needs to protect herself. Emotions can run high in a place like this. And then swings an axe and chops the chicken's head off. And I was like... Okay, this was trying to be a power move, and it was lame. 
Because <laughs> Matt comes up real close to her and says, you should never swing an axe that close to your hand. You could cut yourself or hurt yourself. All of a sudden, there's a close-up on a gross, drippy thing. I was like, honey on a Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, heliotrope juice? I don't fucking know. What is heliotrope? Heliotrope's a color. It's a shade oh. of purple. Okay. I was like... And let me tell you how I know this. And I did not know this until literally a month ago when I was with my nieces and my kids and we were playing the A to Z game in the car because everybody was bored and you had to come up with a color for each letter. And when we got to H, my six-year-old niece says, heliotrope. And I was like... That is not a word, okay. sweet cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and and my sister-in-law was like, yeah, we play this game all the time. And so we looked up what colors were that started with H. And apparently heliotrope is a shade of purple. So there you go. The more you know. I call BS. I think this kid watched this show. I think she watched this show. <laughs> and now she knows. That is a negative. Okay. Yeah, I was like, Nat's like, you fucking amateur. Just laughs. <laughs> In the hospital with Ty. So we are after the crash. And this is very confusing. She's asleep, but she's dreaming that there's a doctor who's giving her an update on Simone, who is not doing well. She's got tubes coming out of everywhere. And then she wakes up, and then the actual doctor is there, and she's telling her that, you know, they're not out of the woods yet, but, well, hey, what's the symbol that you wrote on her hand? And it's the symbol from the cabin in the woods, blah, blah, blah. Ty tells her it's for luck. But as soon as the doctor walks out, Ty freaks out and tries to rub it off of her palm. So, obviously, sleepwalking Ty has drawn this on Simone's hand. Whatever. She's lucky she didn't eat her face in her sleep. Yeah, I mean, honestly, she's, knocked she's out. got a record of, of doing that. And where is Sammy? Is he still sitting <laughs> at the school? <laughs> it's not a freaking boarding school. Well, it is now. Is it is now. Get yeah. him a goddamn room. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, Veruca Salt is playing. As That's Missy. what I have in my notes, too. <laughs> I saw Veruca Salt because they opened for Bush one time. Oh. They were good. Anyway, uh, she has arrived at the marina where the sick and forensics guy lives on his boat. She's like, do you stalk everyone on the boards or just me? And he says he couldn't resist getting out in the field with the incomparable African gray. It's an honor to meet you, Misty Quigley. And she says, and you, Walter Sattersall. Because, you know, obviously, Misty's They've, done her yeah. homework on him, too. Yeah. She asks, what's up with the boat? And he's like, oh, the sea calls to me. Plus, you never know when you might need to leave the country without your passport. She's like, okay, this is my investigation. You follow my lead. This is my witness, yada, yada, yada. He's like, well, cool, because it's showtime. Our witness just got here. And she looks towards the ramp that leads out to the pier, and it's fucking Randy. And she freaks out. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, our witness is Randy? I've known this guy since elementary school. If he sees me, this is over. I mean, he knows who I am. So he's like, oh, okay, here's the new plan. I'm going to call you. I'm going to wear my earbud. You feed me questions, and you can hear what's going on. So she runs into the bathroom just as Randy boards the boat and sits down. So now we're at a restaurant with Shauna and Jeff, and clearly something is bothering him, but not the obvious stuff, like the fact that his wife cheated on him with a guy she ended up murdering and whose murder he helped cover up. No, he's upset about Strawberry Loop. And he says as much, and just, like, the waitress is walking up, and he's like, it was the strawberry lube, and she just pivots and walks right <laughs> back to where she came from. She was like, no, no tip is worth being part of this conversation. He's like, remember the gag gift at that bachelorette party, and then you asked me to try it, and what did I say? She says, I think this stuff is for bisexuals and goths, and I laughed. He continues, and what did you say? You're no fun. And that was the moment that I chose this boring version of myself and why you had to go sleep with this mysterious young artist. And she's like, that's actually not why I slept with him. Yes, it was exciting. Maybe not the right word, but kind of. But it made me feel like I didn't know what was going to happen next. And I like that. I liked not feeling like this boring version of me. So they both think they're boring and that's I what agree. i got from that conversation i You're agree right. yeah i both think they're boring they are kind of boring i think it's so weird that she's like you're no fun and he decided that moment to make himself super no fun for the rest of their marriage like <laughs> you're no fun i'll show you no fun i'll He's be no so fun no forever. fucking fun you won't even know 
So dumb. <laughs> He's like, oh, you think I'm no fun now? Just wait. I'm going to be really I into crosswords. I way less fun than this. <laughs> Paint drying's got nothing on me. Oh, God. So they're driving home, and out of nowhere, Jeff decides to pull a U-turn because, surprise, he's taking them to Colonial Williamsburg in Virginia. And Sean's like, wait, what is happening? He's like, I want to take you out of your comfort zone. And have you ever churned butter? And I was like, is that a euphemism? Because I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the way to prove you're not boring, Jeff. Colonial Williamsburg is not it. No, and it's really far. And she didn't even pack. Right. Go to what's in Jersey? Atlantic City. I mean. They have a kid. Like. They don't care about her. She's out screwing, like, grown men and in bars, and she's, like, 16, but whatever. And getting drunk on her blueberry vape pen or whatever you do Oh, yeah, she's vape until her head falls off. (laughs) So as they're talking to Speedy, they almost hit a pedestrian, and then they freak out. Ah! So they get on and check in because they're not sure if they even hit him. And as they do, of course, the guy pulls a gun. I was like, this is a very elaborate carjacking. Jeff freaks out. Shauna goes stone cold. And pushes the guy and grabs the gun. She's like holding it up and Jeff's like, wait, what are you doing? And fights her for the gun. And while they're fighting over the gun, the guy's like, well, see you guys. Bye. I got hundreds (laughs) of other guns and steals their minivan. And so Jeff asks her, are you Rambo from the motion picture Rambo? (laughs) That's a Parks and Rec (laughs) joke, guys. She's like, you handed him our car. He's like, he had a gun. She says, I had the gun. And I was with her in this moment. Yes, me too. She had the gun. <laughs> what is wrong with it? And he's going to try to wrestle it away from her. That is how people get shot in movies, Jeff. Yes. Apparently, he did not watch enough John Wick or enough, no. I don't know. Ram- no. Ramble is not a good movie. I'm no. sorry. It's gross. No, it's not. Yeah. So Jeff says, you are going to get us killed over our crappy car. And she's like, no, I wasn't. That's not why I wanted to get us killed. I wasn't bored with our whole life and everything that has to do with it. Um, My purse was in there. And also all of our quarters. <laughs> so dumb. And some new shoes I bought. And um, um, Mr. Schmoozums. Apparently Mr. Schmoozums is Kelly's old toy that she loved more than she ever loved Shauna. And why and is that in the like, van? I have questions. It's, I don't know. P- these are the people that have 15-year-old french fries on their floorboards, and they make me sick. I can't handle it. Hey, now. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm judging you, but I'm judging you. I don't know what the the decision is between them. Like, what are they just walking home? Yeah. They're going to call an Uber or what? But Shauna takes that moment to put the gun in her pocket. Like, finders keepers, bitch. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Back at the retreat, question mark, cult city. Nat is looking at the activities board. Who knew cults had activities boards? I know. know? Very sophisticated. (laughs) My notes saying Lotto showed up. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go again. Can't get anybody's Lottie shows up behind her and says, sign up for something. Everyone wants to meet you. And I was like, "Um, shuffleboard was full, Lottie. Sorry. (laughs) And Nat tells her, I'm not much of a joiner. And Lottie says, I thought you'd say that. Come on. Come with me. I have things to show you. So she takes her out to these beehives, which are like set in the middle of like this. It's like Stonehenge with these beehives. It's so weird. Um, So she goes out. Yeah. She goes out to the beehives and explains that during the winter... Bees are, like, so awesome because during the winter, all the bees gather to keep the queen warm. And when a new queen hatches, she stings all the unborn queens to death. (laughs) I love Nat's, like, I can see why you like them. (laughs) And Lottie's, like, it isn't brutal. It's simply what had to be done. Otherwise, they'd starve. We all would. And I was, like, oof, I get it. Between this and the doctor saying, she's not out of the woods. I was, like, these are some very pointed things we're trying to Uh, do with this (laughs) storytelling. Let's go around. I've got back in the olden days. Um, (laughs) I think all of mine start that way from now on. Nat is packing up Jackie, her bones. Lottie says, you're doing the right thing, and offers her a mug of witch's brew to help her on her way and be safe. And Nat says, um, no, thanks. I don't want that. Travis offers to come with her, and she says, nope, I got this. Jackie now fits conveniently in a backpack, and I was not prepared. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. Where she just swung. I was like, oh, that was very light. Shauna watches all of this from the cabin. Lottie comes in, and she's like, it's fine. It's what she would have wanted. Maybe not for the rest of us, but for you and the baby. I think some part of you knew that. Shauna's like, but I wanted it too. I was really hungry. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> 
a lot. He's like, we did all did it together. Don't blame yourself. And she's like, I'm scared. Everything's out of control. Well, now we know she's older. She wants things to be out of control. So she's like, she's into it now. That is exactly what I said. Why didn't they just eat Adam? Like, they could have done that. Nobody would have known. They could have just ate him. They weren't hungry that day. That's true. They already had Taco Bell. I don't know. That's true. Lottie's telling her, you're going to be a great mom. You won't hurt the baby. And I'm like, mm. And you're going to have all of us to help out and it's going to be beautiful. And let's do something to welcome him. And Sean's like, wait, him? Suddenly you're an ultrasound? I guess so. Lottie says, we're going to do this for you. So you know we're all here for you. We need to start preparing. And Mari asks if they're having a baby shower. And the girls are like, ah, baby shower. And I was like, for real? Like, okay. Sure. So back on the boat with Randy and Walter... Misty tells Walter to ask Randy if he knows why he's here today. And Randy's like, parking tickets? And Walter's like, dude, we're the FBI. I want to give a fuck about your parking tickets. Look, you and Natalie were both staying at the same motel. Did you see your Friday night? Randy just like laughs and laughs. He's like, oh, this is about Natalie. He's like, I have no idea. But she was probably in her room doing drugs. And Misty's like, oh, hell no, you didn't say that about my best friend. And she's like, hit him. And Walter's like, what? And she's like, hit him. And he's like, uh... Uh, hold on a second. I have IBS. I'll be right back. And he runs into the bathroom to talk to Misty. She's like, he's hiding something. You got to play bad cop. Bad cop is the only way to break this guy. And Walter says, if this goes south, my attorney has instructions. And he walks back into the cabin and immediately punches Randy. And Misty's like, thank you, Justice. In the cabin, back in the, what, olden days? Is that what we're going to call it now? Back in the olden baby shower times is what I guess. Ty and Akila are working on a cradle for the baby. For the baby. Why do I say it like that? For the baby. Fur, fur the fur, baby. Fur the fur baby. They were putting fur on it. So yeah, they were. Akila is reminiscing about her nephew who was four months old when they left and how fast he must be growing up, how much he laughed. And then she says, I guess I'd do just about anything to see him again. So my feeling is that that is how she is justified eating Jackie to herself. So that's fine. You, you got to do what you got to do, I suppose. Mari is making a creepy dream catcher because Mari. She also swears she hears dripping. And I don't know what that's about, but... We don't come back to it. I feel like it's going to come. Yeah, I feel like it's going to come back eventually. In this episode, we don't come back to it. Yeah, no one reacts to her saying there's that drippy again. No No one even looks at her. (laughs) No. They're like, it was like me in class today going, let's keep her volume down. (laughs) They're just like, (laughs) I don't don't even see her. I don't even know that bitch. All right. What's the theater girl's name? Crystal. Crystal. Yes. Yes, Crystal. So, okay, Crystal. So, Misty and Crystal are working together on their gifts. And Crystal is like, they should have listened to you about the snacks for the baby shower. And by snacks, she means, like, Jackie broth. Like, put Jackie's bones in a broth and drink it at a baby shower. I mean. Think about that. I mean. Gross. But she does say it's not a party without snacks. And I was like, felt that in my soul. Because that is me right next to the snack table. Misty is like Jackie broth would have been so good I mean not like good but I mean Jackie tasted pretty good am I right am I crazy (laughs) and Crystal's like okay you have to swear not to tell anyone but that's not the first time I've eaten a person and I was like okay where is this going (laughs) but it turns out she absorbed her identical twin in the womb I was like that's not the same girl it's not it's not the same anyway she has a great idea for what Misty can give to Shauna for a gift Coach walks in and he is hangry. His stomach is audibly growling. Mari asks if he's hungry and he looks over at her and suddenly he's hallucinating that she's frothing at the mouth and crawling on the floor. He is clearly starving to the point of hallucinating. We see a quick flashback of he and his boyfriend kissing in the kitchen. Boyfriend Paul tries to give Ben the keys to this apartment or house or whatever this is. This must be Paul's place and he's trying to give Ben the key but Ben isn't ready for that big of a change he's like there's a lot going on the girls might be going to nationals plus moving in with you means everything in my life changes and Paul says he's not in so many words he says he's not interested in being Ben's secret boyfriend so you should probably leave bye Felicia good for Paul be like if you're gonna be closeted I'm not with you bye because then that means basically that Paul has to be and he's out living his life Ben damn it so this next bit was so weird. Yeah. Nat is back at the plane 
And she's talking to Jackie's bones. She's just going to leave them in this backpack, which feels like a waste of a backpack to me. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know. And well. she tells her, you're lucky. I think shit is going to get a lot worse out here. You're already dead, so you get to make everyone jealous of you one last time because she's dead and she doesn't have to live this horror show. Yep. She's like, I'm sorry for what we did. Who knows? Eating you could be the reason we survive the winter. So thanks, I guys. R.I.P. Jackie. And then she hears this clattering outside the plane and all of a sudden there's the biggest white moose standing there. And she's like, oh my God. So she grabs the gun and she goes to take a shot and she misses. And this moose just flips out and charges at the plane and smacks into it. She goes flying. So she goes to grab the gun again, puts it up to aim and there's no moose there. And I was like, was this a hallucination? I've never seen a white moose. I don't know. Is this some Lottie magic? What is happening in these goddamn woods? I need answers that are better than this showtime. Yes. Mm-hmm. I need answers faster. Back on the boat, which is not named the Great Expectation, just so you know. <laughs> I checked that. I don't, I want to know why. I'm sure there's some thing there. Randy is flipping out and yelling because Walt is slapping the shit out of him. He's like, I'm answering your questions. There's no need for violence. I've never <laughs> I love stopped voice. answering. And Misty is screaming into the headphones the whole time. Two words. International waters. Go for the kill. And that is like, Misty is always at 100. Mm-hmm. She's always there. So Walt is like, this has gotten him charged up. He's loving this, like being a little bitty guy and beating the shit out of this big guy. So he goes and grabs a rotary saw and says, the funny thing is interrogating a witness on the water has no rules. What happened that night? Think hard. And Randy's like, I don't fucking know. I can't remember what happened yesterday. And I was like, Randy, I hear you. I see you. I hear you. <laughs> yes. Felt, felt, <laughs> and he's felt. like, I I don't know. There was that one group that hung around for a few days. They're all wearing purple, like a wacky club or something. And Wall says, why are you just telling me this now? You couldn't have mentioned the purple people before. And he's like, I don't know. Weird shit happens all the time. It's a fucking motel on the side of the road. But I do remember I did call those purple guys dicks for drinking all the Fanta out of the soda machine. And you know it was great Fanta. You know it was. Because they're not going to be wearing purple and drinking orange Fanta. Exactly. True. (laughs) They're just not going to be. And Walt says, you never spoke to Natalie. And he's like, no, no, I didn't. She wouldn't even give me the time of day. Are we serious? Like, for real. (laughs) Walt's like, all right, get on out of here. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Back in the cabin, Crystal has become an acting coach. She (laughs) is coaching Misty on this gift for Shauna, which will be this wonderful bit of acting. And Crystal tells her, it's all about failure. You fail to find what's true about the character. Missy says, what if I don't find what's true? Crystal says, as my acting coach says, then you found the biggest truth of all. We are made of lies. And I was like, who is this acting coach? Dumbledore? Like, who's out there spewing this shit at an acting class? Never heard stuff like this, but okay. So Van and Ty are asleep. Well, Van's not asleep. She's watching Ty because Ty is about to do some crazy shit. Like, Um, trying to eat her face. (laughs) I know. She's like, I can't protect my face. I've already had it bitten off once. I don't want to go for a second round. I've only got so much skin left. Uh So Ty sits up like she's a mummy or coming out of the the sarcophagus. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) She sits up and Van asks her, if I let you loose, can I come with you? And Ty says, yes, come. And it was very mummy, very mummy, mummy. So Van jumps up and is like, oh, shit, because Ty has taken off. She's doing one of those old lady speed walk-ins where she's like moving her hips. <laughs> she's walking very fastly through the woods. And Van's like, where are you going? And Ty says, he chose me. The man with no eyes. And she's like, um, is that who you always follow? And she's like, only when she lets me. And Van's like, who is she? Am I she? <laughs> Am I a star in the show of you're crazy? And she's like, no, Thaisa. And she's like, Van's flipped out. Then who the fuck are you? Creep Speedwalk continues to the symbol on the tree. The one that she had gone to the night before or whatever it was when she tried to fall off the cliff. And Van's like, how did you know about this? Ty, Ty. I was like, why are you waking her up? You'd gotten so many more answers if you just shut the fuck up. You've been there. Let her show you. Ty wakes up terrified. And Van says, hey, sleepy head. (laughs) You brought me out here to this. So weird. So um, what does this mean? 
You said you were following the man with no eyes. Ty, like, flashes back. She knows exactly what she's talking about. She's like, I don't know. Beats me, honey. Couldn't tell you. Sleepy me is a different me. I don't know what to say. So she's the bad one, right? Yeah. She's got, she's the bad one. Okay. So Jeff is hitting the gym to work off some of his pent up sexual frustration. He sees Kevin with a Y come in and he is just immediately incensed about this. And he goes over and confronts Kevin with his derpy backwards cap. Kevin, shut up. Just get the fuck out. And he's like, you really upset my wife the other day. And Kevin's like, look, I just stopped by to talk. We're friends. And Jeff's like, you can't really think Shauna has something to do with that missing art guy. Kevin asked him if he knew Shauna and Adam had exchanged hundreds of text messages. And Jeff's like, well, yeah, they were in that accident. Like, duh. And Kevin says, okay, Jeff, I'm going to be real with you. We have a reliable source who told us that Shauna was having an affair. And Jeff is like, fuck you. Fuck your family. I love my wife. I trust her. You've got bad intel. And if this is the best you can do, I feel bad for this guy you're trying to find because he's fucked. Jeff is at 100 in this scene. Yeah. He's like, I'm all out of the lube and the boring has wore off. I don't know what we're going to (laughs) do. Okay. This scene. Shauna has taken an Uber to where she has tracked the van. Was she have like OnStar in this piece of shit? I said, was there a tracking device on her car or in her purse? Was it on her phone? I'm very concerned. Very confused. Didn't they put some tracker? Was that put in her purse when they were doing the whole money thing with Jeff when they found out? Oh, yeah. I bet that's exactly still the thing. I bet that's what that is. Okay. Wow, you are bringing it way Way back. back. Yeah, way back. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So this is obviously a sketchy part of town, but it's cool because she's got her gun. And she walks into this building that is clearly a chop shop, gun in hand, and she finds a back office with, I guess, the owner of this operation who is talking on the phone. And she's got the gun pointed at him. She says, I'm here for my van. And he's like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we bought all these. This is a legit operation. He says, look, sweetie, it's one thing to point a gun at a person. It's another thing to use it. I can see your hand shaking. Come on. She asks him what I can only assume is a rhetorical question. She asks, have you ever peeled the skin off a human corpse? What if he said yes? I know. He's like, just yesterday. What are you doing? Actually, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. She's like, it's not as easy as you might think. Our skin is really stuck on us. You have to peel up the edges to get a good grip and pull. And people are always so sweaty when you kill them which makes it even harder. This guy is literally shitting his pants. I mean, he is shitting his shit. She continues, there's a look people have when they realize they're going to die. It's the one you're making. My hand wasn't shaking because I was afraid. It was shaking because of how badly I wanted to do this. She is practically vibrating Mm -hmm. with anticipation and excitement. He's like, take the van. The keys are right over there. It's rusted shit anyway. Like, we were just going to cut it up for parts. Take it. Take it. So she's trying so hard to control her breathing and calm herself down. Like, I wasn't sure what was going to happen at that moment. He's just begging her, please, please. She finally lowers the gun, takes the keys, and then then in her, like, little Shauna voice, just, thank you. And then she gets in the van, and she is still on a high from that experience. Like, that was fun, Shauna, not boring Shauna. I immediately hated this Chop Shop guy because he's when he's on the phone, he's like, no, I'm not sleeping over because your cat is disgusting. And I was like, (gasps) I don't like you. I don't like you at all. Oh, no, the hell with you. That is... Jerk off. (sighs) Quick scene in the past with Ben and Paul. Paul is asking Ben why he's not flying with the team to Nationals because they were leaving today. And Coach is wearing the same clothes he was wearing on the day the plane crashed. Like, in reality. Spoiler alert, it's not reality. He tells Paul he was going to, but when he got in the car to drive to the airport, he kept thinking, if I get on that plane, I was committing to the saddest possible version of me. A closeted high school soccer coach. That does sound pretty sad. Yeah. So... I'm going to live how I want to. I'm going to be the person I know I am. So we start to see now quick flashes to Ben laying in the cabin 
then in the fantasy scene, the camera pans to the TV where they're doing a report on the missing plane. So this is obviously Coach thinking back to like what his life would have been if he had decided not to go. Yeah. Would have been a little bit rosier there, Coachy. A little bit. You would have had both legs. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And chowder. And chowder. Okay. So at the saddest baby chowder, chowder, at the baby chowder ever. <laughs> they did not have chowder. They could have had Jackie they chowder. Had ba- they they could have had baby chowder. I mean, ew. baby chowder. Isn't that Ooh. semen? Isn't that like. Oh, jizz? gross. Get Travis in here. No, don't. <laughs> gross. So, Shauna is opening, I mean, can we call these presents, question mark? I don't know. (laughs) She has one, and she's like, what is this? And Van says, it's a wee-wee teepee to catch the pee when changing the baby. And I was like, they didn't have those back then. And No, they did not. It's just the weirdest thing. And and she's like, I'm sorry. She immediately apologized for her death. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Misty is going to perform a monologue from Steel Magnolias for her gift. And I was like, I can repeat this monologue word for word, but I won't. I'm just going to repeat my favorite line is, um, it's the monologue. It's Melinda's monologue from when after Shelby dies. And she says, I was there when that wonderful creature drifted into my life. And I was there when she drifted out. That was the line that made me cry every night. Van starts laughing like, I can't believe you chose a scene about a dead daughter. Um, and this is when, you know, I could jog all the way to Texas and back, but Shelby can't. She but never could. Can't. She never could. <laughs> so she's doing the whole thing. And the girls are kind of laughing at, at at Missy like, oh, this girl. So Travis is sad enough and walks out of, of the little cabin area to the bedroom and coaches and laying in bed. And he's like, you got to come see this is the weirdest baby shower ever. Oh, wait, are you okay, dude? You seem weird. I'm like, we're past weird. He's starving and hallucinating. Yep. He's probably close to death. You guys yep. are going to have some snacks for your party after all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the girls are suddenly, like, they are into Misty. She's getting to the last thing. I just want to hit something and hit it hard. The girls are transfixed. She's done it. She gets done. Standing now. Proud of you. Proud of you, girlfriend. And she's just at the part oh, where no. it's where it's like, here, hit this, Weeza. It's the best <laughs> yeah. part. Crystal should have jumped up I know. and taken the scene from there. She yeah. could have just been like, what? Are you high? That's been the best one. <laughs> Are you high, Clary? I love you to all of my luggage. Anyways. Get off my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Finally back with adult Ty, who is pounding pills in the hospital bathroom. She's pounding Adderall or whatever. She looks in the mirror, and as she goes to walk away, her reflection is still there staring in the at her through the mirror. And I was like, this is creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't either, because I think mirrors are creepy anyway. Well, she turns back around, and the reflection starts mouthing. I was the same person, like, what, what are you saying? <laughs> wait, wait, I, I think she was saying, go to her. Is what I got from it. Okay, I couldn't tell. Ty's like, I don't get it. it loud, I can hear you. And then <laughs> Reflection Ty uses her hands to cover the bottom of the face and the top of her forehead. And it's the same where Van's scars are. So she's covering that up. Mm-hmm. Ty pieces this together and she decides to, walks out of the bathroom. There's her campaign manager who's like, oh, okay. All right. This poor campaign manager, she has got her hands full with this chick. She's like, okay, the cops are in your tax screen. You're clean. Except for some Adderall. We can spin that. No biggie. That'll be great. But the cops do want to get you on running a red light. But the street cam footage should show that the other guy was speeding and at fault. And blah, 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 blah. And Ty's like, cool, cool. Did you drive here? I need your keys. And the girl's like, wait, what? As Ty's walking out of the hospital, she's on the phone. She's calling Jessica Richards. That's the investigator that Misty killed last season. So no one's going to answer that phone call. How did she not know she died? Unless Misty retrieved her body and did something with it. Misty's like, Smokey's bad for you. Bye. Yeah. And it was like right down the street. I mean, in the middle of everything. Yeah. So speaking of Misty... She walks out of Walt's boat, and it's now nighttime, because they've been just interrogating all day. She says, great. The only lead we have now is purple people. What could it be? Maybe a softball team? And I was like, that's the most random thing to think of. (laughs) (laughs) That's not where my mind went, Miss Misty. And Walt says, hey, you want to stay and have a drink? I've got Mountain Dew or Tahitian Treat. And I was like, Walt is my kind of dude. I would totally have some Mountain Dew or Tahitian Treat. I want Tahitian Treat right now. That sounds yummy. (laughs) This is why Misty's like, wait, the freaking Fanta. 
The purple people could have used a credit card in a vending machine. Let's do it. And Walt says, you know, I do have a certain set of skills. She's like, oh, you're a hacker. I, I, you're a hacker. I get, it. get it. I get it. And he's like, okay, yeah. So anyways, I will hack the vending machine for you, but you have to tell me why you keep downvoting my Adam Martin posts. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And Miss says, well, if you must know, I'm friendly with Adam's mother. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life has dealt her a real blow when Adam became an um, an addict. Yeah. Uh, he's probably mm-hmm. taken his own life or OD'd somewhere. It would kill Mrs. Martin if that information was out in the world. So I downvoted you to stop that from happening. He's like, mm, you're so sweet. I really like you. And she's like, I knew you'd understand given how committed you are to finding care for your own mother. He's like, Svetlana? She's not my mom, you silly goose. Um, she's just some lady I know is getting evicted. So sort of a two birds, one nursing home situation. And she's like, why would you do that? He's like, because um, I have the cash. She's getting evicted. And, you know, why not? She's like, no. Why would you do that just to meet me? He's like, maybe I'm a bored Moriarty looking for my Sherlock. And I was like, this is the way to Misty's heart. Uh-huh. Crazy loves crazy. I recognize the crazy in you, in me. Okay. Okay, so stupid scene of Callie sleeping and Shauna sneaks in to put Mr. Schmoozy or whatever the hell this thing is back in the bed with her and Callie puts her arm around it and it was dumb anyway so Shauna walks out of the room just as Jeff walks in the front door he's like how do we get the van back cut to Misty she gets a message from Walter that says the credit card is from Cherry Corners New York fancy a road trip Agent Gray Back at the compound, the cult retreat, whatever the hell this place is, the purple people are in a therapy session. Nat is very clearly sitting on the outside of the circle of people because she does not want to be involved in this. But she's wearing a purple sweater. Well, but when she stands up, she theatrically, like, flings it (laughs) off of her shoulder. I thought that was I missed it. Lottie asks her to join in the exercise, and Nat's like, fine, if you'll just fucking leave me alone. So Lottie tells her to close her eyes and turn your attention inward. Is there anything in there you want to process with the group? And Nat laughs. She's like, no. Lottie calls Lisa, kidnapper girl up. And she's like, Natalie hurt you the other day, didn't she? Tell her how that made you feel. Lisa says, I felt fear and disappointment. Didn't she know I was just trying to help her? Lottie's like, good, good. Let the anger move through you. It's like a Star Wars moment there. What's that guy with the robe and the weird face? Emperor Palpatine? Yes, Palpatine. Boom. It was a Palpatine moment. Anyway, Lottie hands her a knife and says, you know, if you feel the need to hurt Natalie back, you just go for it. She's really been a pain in my ass, so I'm not going to stop. <laughs> Lisa stands there and she seems conflicted about it for a second, but then she drops the knife and she hugs Nat and she's like, I forgive you. And Nat's like, what the fuck? fuck is happening here so back at the baby shower no one asked for lottie gives shauna a blanket and nat is immediately pissed because it has the weird symbol on it and she's like uh lottie what the fuck is that doing on there do you remember that we found it around a dead guy's corpse and lottie's like i think he was using it for protection and nat says oh hello he died (laughs) and lottie's yelling just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it's evil and nat tries to take it away like they're wrestling over the blanket and the rest of the girls are like oh my god nat why are you so mental we trust lottie maybe she's right maybe it is for protection how do you know blah 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 they're all arguing Amidst all this arguing, Misty notices that Shauna's nose is bleeding. Then everybody stops arguing because they suddenly hear thudding on the roof. And it goes on and on and on and on. And then it stops. So they open the door of the cabin and look outside. And they see hundreds of dead birds. Incidentally, Shauna's nose has dripped blood on the baby blanket. And she notices and it kind of freaks her out. She quickly drops it to the ground. I was like, is that foreshadowing? Maybe? I missed I missed that entirely. But okay. Well, it happened because I watched this episode twice. So anyway, Nat tells everyone not to touch the birds. They might be diseased. And that would be my first Yay. thing, but you know. But um, Missy's like, well, there's a lot of iron in the ground. Maybe it messed with the birds' navigation. And Lottie just says, we should gather his blessings. So they do because Lottie's the unofficial leader here. Um, well, I said everyone but Ty and Shauna and probably not Nat either. But all the other girls start making a pile of these dead birds. You know, they brought all the birds and laid them at Lottie's feet, which was very significant. And she put something on 
one of the birds, like a coin or something. Oh, I missed that. I don't that. know. I didn't see it was that. it was very brief. I couldn't tell what it was, and maybe it means nothing, but maybe it'll come back. If it does, just know that I saw that and if it doesn't then you can just forget i said anything when all the thudding started happening i was like okay we heard dripping maybe the roof is collapsing that was my thought is that okay this is what's happening so what's what's the dripping i need to know i know that's why if we don't come back to that dripping thing i'm gonna be pissed and i just noticed that my notes say nat says don't touch them they might be deceased i was like no shit they are deceased Uh, see, I typed all of this in a dark room while I was putting my youngest to bed. He was, so I was like oh. typing and yeah. Okay. And I, I'm one of those that has to look at my fingers when I type. So it's cool. Me too. I'm not that good. I, and I type, I'm just like, do for a living or did. So yeah, I don't know. I could type really, really fast, but I have to look at what my fingers are doing. Yeah. It's, I never passed the paper over my hands thing in junior high. In the future, uh, Lottie has gone up to the weird Stonehenge hives And as she's walking up, we can see that there's dead bees laying on top of these hives. She flips out. And so she decides to open one of the hives. And when she does, she finds the honey has turned that weird drippy red that we saw earlier. She's crying. She's freaking out. She's running her hands through this honey, which now look like they're covered in blood. And a woman comes up behind her and says, Which is, he wants blood in French, which we learned that like last season. Mm -hmm. Lottie's like, what? What did you say? She turns around and this lady who is in purple who looks like she just came from church says, are you coming to lunch? And completely ignores the bloody looking hands. So Lottie turns back around and all of a sudden there's the sound of bees. The hives are normal. The honey is normal. Everything is fine. She's just hallucinated all this because she's got unmedicated schizophrenia. And she just starts backing up slowly with her hands like, my hands are very sticky. Look out. My parents were right. My parents were rich and didn't care about me. Uh, They gave me French lessons, not any kind of intimate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they didn't hug me, but I know how to speak French. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's that. Wow. What a ride. Yep, that is that. I thought it was blood on the hives. That's what I put in my notes because i thought it was like the queen bee killed all of the other bees because that's how she was like talking about how they yeah, do that but they wouldn't be bloody they're bees okay i see what you're saying i thought i like this is where okay. i thought i i thought that it was actually red and she's freaking out but you know how uh, honey can be purple honey can be all different colors depending on what they've gotten the pollen from like bees go to different flowers like so i was like oh they must have got in got to some flowers that they have out there and that's turned it she's freaking out because she's already in crazy town and that's why she's just thinking that but then when it just turns turned it on its head and it's like oh everything's fine she's just hallucinating i was like okay what in a different direction Mm. gotcha (laughs) yeah well, what could people tell us? What do you think about chowder? Yeah. Do you have a favorite chowder? Do you chowder? I, I don't think I've ever had a chowder. I don't ever eat chowder. I don't like seafood. I don't think I've had a chowder either. Well, that's what I was like. They're having a chowder competition. How many types of chowder are there? Let We're us a know. chowder competition in New Jersey. That's just... Mm, I know. I mean, maybe right. in like Rhode Island. Maine. Yeah, Maine. somewhere else. Yeah. What was your childhood teddy bear's name was it mr schmoozums or was it just bear i have a bear named newport because i got it in newport rhode island because i was walking down this pier and there was a guy on a boat and he was like hey and i was like "Uh, hi and he was like do you want a bear and i was like sure and he was like you found it in the water just floating and he just tossed it to me and i was like okay i have a wet bear now thanks and so i named it like were you little no, I was full grown adult. Okay, thank God that's so that, <laughs> that's super creepy. If you were little, <laughs> I did not have any stuffed animals that I that I had. I had my baby blanket that I still have to this day. But it was a baby blanket that became like it was down to just threads, and it had like <gasps> the one little satin piece in the middle, and it, so it looked like nunchucks. Oh my God, that is exactly the baby blanket I had with the satin around it, and I would twiddle it in my hand because I probably had undiagnosed anxiety as a child and I whittled it away till it would just be threads and then my mom would have to get me another one. Mine it's just two big knots 
The series that looked like nunchucks, big knots of rags, and with that satin piece in the middle. And I called it my ragger, and eventually called it my ragua. It was my ragua. <laughs> and I would hold that and suck my thumb, and I did it probably until fourth grade. I remember being really little, like maybe, it was really early memory, maybe three and I got some kind of like an ingrown fingernail or something on my thumb that I always sucked. And I remember it like it had a big infection. I had to have medicine on it. And I remember being awake, sitting in my room crying because I could not suck my thumb to go to sleep. And I remember just Aww. holding my poor little thumb like I just want to suck my thumb. Still, it's a core oh, memory of so me sad. <laughs> being sad about having to suck my thumb. But yeah. So what's your Mr. Schmoozums? Do you have a February or do you have a ragu? We need to know. <laughs> Yes, uh, and you can let us know that in many different places, like where, Tiffany? You can go to Facebook or Instagram and check out our awesome memes at That So Original Podcast. You can uh, send us an email. Yeah, an email. Yeah. At That So Original Podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at That So Original Podcast.com. You can go to Twitter at That So Pod. I know that one's different. I believe in you. You can figure it out. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can like us on iTunes, um, go to Stitcher and Spotify, and love us. Give, show us all the love there. I mean, no, we haven't been around in a while, but we've missed you. We want to hear from you, you know. Yes, please. Like, like you, didn't you did talk in to the us past. Before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we'll get um, some listens in like a couple of months because my student is moving and she's like I'm gonna miss you so much that I'm saving all of your episodes to listen to them when I can't talk to you anymore so Casey if you're listening to this come back I'll give you another hug I miss you bye we have a big following in Megan's of the theater I have two friends named Megan (laughs) two theater friends and they both enjoy our podcast. Well, so hi, hi, Megan's. Hi, both Megan's. Yes. And they're both Megan B. They're, hey, both Megan Whoa. B. So I know, right? Love Great them both. Game. Wonderful ladies. Yeah. Okay. That's the only people I know that are listening. Well, if you're a Megan or a Casey or an anyone who wants to say hi, you know where to find us. Okay. We will talk to you next week about episode four of this crazy ass show yellow jackets until then bye bye bye